What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 436th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. Here again, it is me. Hi, Greg. <laughs> Greg, you also know, you here. Could, you could sound more excited that I'm here. I'm bringing excited. Bringing the heat. You're like, oh, I guess I'm here. And Greg is here, too. <laughs> I guess. I'm, I'm thrilled. <laughs> I want to hear some spice in your voice. I want to hear some, it's been a week, I get to talk to you in person, that sort of energy that that I bring to the table every time. I, I, I got energy. We got things to talk about today. <laughs> oh, no. No, Will. Will is uh, traveling, which is yep. probably better before Thanksgiving than after Thanksgiving, some would say. I guess. <laughs> True. I... <laughs> Look, you're talking to a person that does not want to leave his house right now and hasn't for like a week and a half, so. Yeah, it's uh, so <laughs> And Bobby's here. <laughs> hey, uh, and apparently I'm a sucker, according to Greg. Yeah, so, you're the Pokemon I mean, Go sucker. Kind of, how yeah. many? How many, A, how many incubators have you bought since the last time we <laughs> Okay, I only bought... I only bought two yesterday to hatch the mag, the shiny or the magbees, and I did get one, a shiny one. So that was exciting. So was how many it. remote raid passes have you purchased? How many? Oh, I don't want to talk about remote raid passes. Ah. I'm in way too deep on remote raid passes. See, so <laughs> here's the question on the table: Was I wrong? No, you. <laughs> you're not wrong. I just don't like to admit it. That's all. I feel like that's the uh, common theme with most Pokemon fans. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I pulled Braviary, so... There you go. Uh, but yeah. what did that cost you? What did Nothing. that cost you, Greg? Zero! Because uh-huh. I only use the the pitiful stream of gems they give me in-game. I don't think Greg has ah, spent, such, such spent any money, Masters. I spent $10 once. Oh, did you do the... For the like permanent incubator, right? Nope. No, this is way back when there was. I was testing pull rates. I think I was doing something stupid. I was seeing the difference between paid gem, like if there was an actual difference between paid gems and non-paid gems. Spoiler alert: there wasn't. Mm. But I figured, you know, I was having enough fun at that time. Oh, to go back to talk to myself, that I thought, oh, I'll give them ten dollars for this game. I should have not done that. <laughs> <laughs> There, there is a bit of Pokemon Go news. We got some Pokemon Masters news. We got some Cafe Mix, but we're going to start with some Sword and Shield news here. By the time this podcast goes up, this will be over, but another month, another raid event in Sword and Shield. So uh, overall, pretty happy they keep doing this. Mm-hmm. This is off Pokemon.com. I, they actually didn't tweet this, at least that I saw over the weekend. I was waiting for them to tweet it. I don't think they did. Uh, maybe there's too much on the social media plate, I guess. Too many memes to tweet before <laughs> tweeting this. <laughs> but it's track down shiny Squavit in and more in Max Raid Battles. The very loving Pokemon is the star of a weekend-long event in Sword and Shield. Somebody was uh, really happy to write this first sentence. Things are getting nuts in Pokemon Sword and Shield from Thursday, November 19th from 4 to Sunday, November 22nd to 4 PST. Squavit will appear more frequently in Max Raid Battles. While you're battling this cheeky Pokemon, you'll have a better chance of encountering a shiny Squavit. 
Uh, the data miners in Cerebi said that was 2% in five-star raids. During, they uh, tweeted it. Oh, they did tweet it. Okay. On the 20th. Oh, wow. They tweeted it early. I was, I was early. expecting the, the, the Saturday tweet. Oh, it was ahead of the memes. Yeah, it, it was way ahead of their memes. They had to go through a lot of memes to get to this. <laughs> they do like four a day. They do a lot. Yeah, they do. They just won um, the people who uh, run the social media, I think just won an award for it. For Yeah, I saw that. That was exciting. During the event, you also noticed the increased number of Cheruby, Amoongus, Shenotic, Ingredient. These Pokemon are very hungry uh, because berries are plentiful. And that's pretty much it. Uh, so the rewards for this was actually really good. Uh, it, they rewarded a bunch of the berries that re- reduced your EVs um, if you want, if you were into competitive battling. So it's always nice, one, to do raids that feel like an event. And two, it's nice when the rewards are good. Even if you don't get a shiny, you still feel like you're not wasting your time. Also, you got to max knuckle giant squirrels in the face. <laughs> That's all I did all weekend, and I never had a single shiny appear in my game. No shiny for you, Bobby, are you- I mean, I've caught them. I've caught them in others, but all of my dens were just normal cheeks that I blasted into the universe. (laughs) Uh, I haven't- no, I didn't actually haven't played Sword and Shield in a little while. Um, I was playing, and I still need to go back, actually, and get the rest of the Pikachu uh, gifts before november 30th but um you were running out of time sir bobby we talked about this i know Twitter. we totally talked about this and i, <laughs> I we've talked I about this multiple weeks well i ordered i got an xbox series s last week and so i've been kind of there's no games on that there's no <laughs> new games on it but i haven't had an xbox in years so i've been does I'll it get actually back. play old back. xbox games or does it pretend to play old i think it, it plays uh, ones, old ones yeah it put, well, it's, I have the uh, that Series S doesn't have a disk drive, so it's all digital. You can like re-download games you purchased before on the Xbox One and stuff, and play those. So it works. I, I have to put on a, a tinfoil hat theory here for the Squavit raids. There has been a lot of these this year. Obviously, the first time they did like a promoted raid event was over Christmas last year, which was like the Deli Bird. But there was no shiny Deli Bird. It was just here's a bunch of Deli Birds, and I think. Delibird was dropping some item that people wanted, so it was like worth it to do. It was dropping a lot of the XL candy. Yeah, it was a lot of candy. A lot of candy. And then, like two weeks after that, they did the New Year's Eve Magikarp event, which everyone lost their mind for because it was like nonstop shiny Magikarps. It was like one in eight chance of getting a shiny Magikarp, and it was Magikarp. And I think Magikarp was dropping really good rewards, too. I think it was dropping a lot of candy as well. So you're just like, no, the Magikarp was dropping money. It was dropping, like, nuggets and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, nuggets. But yeah. And Lots then of nuggets. I feel like they didn't do anything until the, like, starter stuff where they put Squirtle, Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Mewtwo into raids. And that was, like, end of February, early March. Um, And that was good because I... Remember that was dropping Life Orb, Fire Orb, and Toxic Orb, if I remember? Yeah. And, but you couldn't catch the Mewtwo or something, right? Was yeah, that, you couldn't you, catch the Mewtwo. Couldn't catch and Mewtwo. it was difficult the first day until everybody figured out what you had to do. Yes. Right, right. People like were, raids and MMOs. <laughs> people were bringing their shinies to flex, and then Mewtwo would just destroy them. <laughs> <laughs> and 
Some people still brought their shinies to flex, and the rest of us had to carry you. Yeah. Vince. And then um, there was there was a bunch that kind of started early summer, late spring, which was the Pikachu event, which was in August. And then there was like the Waylord event that was in September. And then there was the Gorgeist event last month. And then there was a Clefable event somewhere in there. <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> that might have been. So, yeah, somewhere in there. There was a Clefable event. Um, but not every month this year had the event. There was also the Zero Aura event in June. But in all those events, they've, like, changed the catch rate. And they've done this before. Yeah. So, like, Magikarp was, like, pretty much guaranteed whether you were a guest or a host, because it's a Magikarp. It's pretty easy to catch. <laughs> Pikachu seemed pretty easy to catch for both guests and hosts. The Waylord seemed kind of hard for everyone to catch, because, like, Waylord has, like, a... I mean, technically, Waylord has a harder catch rate than a Magikarp or a Pikachu. Uh, I don't remember the Fable that well. Uh, Gorgeist seemed pretty easy. Like, I don't think I failed the Gorgeist when I found it shiny. I don't think I failed the Gorgeist when I was a guest either, because I was using repeat balls. But for this event, anyways, for this event, it seemed almost impossible to catch a Squavit, which, outside of raids, Squavit has the same catch rate as, like, a Pidgey or a Rattat. Like, Squavit has the best catch rate, which is 255. But if you were a host... And it was shiny, and this is and Serebii, I believe, tweeted this. It was, if it was shiny and you were the host, it was guaranteed for you no matter what. And I tested that over the weekend on my Twitch streams with my viewers, and they were throwing Premier Balls or Pokeballs or, like, Dream Balls, and if they were the host and it was shiny, I don't think any, no one failed it. There was very, 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 very few people as a guest who went yeah. to try to catch it and failed even with something like a repeat ball which should be a hundred percent catch rate on a 255 pokemon but obviously promoted raids can adjust catch rates catch rate catch rates like we're talking about but yeah i i even failed a squivet shiny squivet repeat ball is like the best chance better than like a dusk ball and everything um mm -hmm. and it didn't work and sounds mm -hmm. like greg you had that issue as well yes uh, I've had, I had multiple repeat ball failures in other people's raids, because I never found one in my own, so I can't confirm about the 100% catch rate in your own, but, uh, yeah, I failed, I failed a lot. It's very frustrating, because I've seen a lot of shinies, and I only have a few. But yeah, repeat ball should have been, I'm like, it's just a squovet. Like, yeah, it's super easy to catch. Just and a, no, it's not. It's just a Route 1 squirrel. <laughs> so my, my tinfoil hat theory is now Game Freak is mad about people with past the events. So we've talked about, like, you, you, you can, like, guarantee a shiny in a, in a raid by, you know, moving your clock forward. And so when these events happen, instead of people going and doing raids, they'll just move the clock forward, find it, and then host it for people. Maybe they changed it, or they, or this is just a weird coincidence to, well, we don't want people hosting anymore, because then people aren't actually playing, they're just looking for somebody hosting it, and then they're just, like, even, even if you're not a person that normally hosts, you could be like, well, I found it, and I'm gonna keep resetting it until all my, like, seven friends get it, and then we're done for the weekend. 
because yeah. the host would just have to turn their game off or, you know, quit the raid. The, as long as the host doesn't catch it, it'll still exist. But if they changed it to, well, guests have a very small chance of catching it and the host is guaranteed to catch it, then you're not incentivized, incentivized to host and your friends are now incentivized to find their own and help out. Yeah, this is that's exactly what I thought as soon as you started talking about this catch rate. Yeah, uh, but it doesn't work that way. Like people are still gonna host and keep it open <laughs> until everybody gets it. It just takes longer. Of like, course, but I, I bet like I could see that <laughs> someone hosting being just less likely to do it, thinking like, well, I just I'm gonna just gonna catch it first anyways, and it could take hours for my friends to all catch it so they can just go get their own. Yeah, but it's still only a two percent chance of finding one. So the catch rate is still higher than finding one on your own. Right. So if it if you have your friends do it for over an hour, guarantee four of your friends in that hour will catch it, whereas I spent all weekend trying to find one in my game over multiple hours, and I never found one. How many wishing pieces do you think you burned through? Uh, I think I burned through 30, because I just don't spend it on wishing pieces. I was like, I'll do it this much. once. And then I was like, nope. I'm done. And I did find a bunch of five stars, but they just weren't shiny. I probably went through like 200 paces. Oh my gosh. Um, I don't think that they, it's like a foolproof plan. I mean, like obviously the biggest, the best thing would be just if they just fix the issue. Um, but I think it might just be something that they could at least test and see, uh, you know, what happens. I mean, maybe they come back from this and they're like, oh, nothing changed. So, they go on doing their thing, but it's, um, it's definitely more of an inconvenience for the host, right? Right, because like they have to keep resetting, and as long but as they were doing that anyways, well, yeah, <laughs> just for like, a longer amount of time, we, though. I but, mean, it's just longer. Yeah, just longer but, because we don't know what the actual like like Sarah never tweeted like the guests have a five percent catch rate, right? We don't know. I know. I did, know he that he tweeted the the worst or something. Yeah, he, I don't he know. Tweeted like. I don't know what the Least worst chance is. or something is the is the worst like a one percent. Uh, no, I don't know. He like literally said the words like if you're hosting, it's guaranteed. If you're a guest, it's and then the words he said were like the worst chances or or something like the least chance or something like that. He's it was a very slowly odd turning into the Pokemon company by not just saying numbers. <laughs> yeah, he didn't say numbers. He used a phrase like terrible chances or something like that. I think if if you were if you were somebody that was hosting every one of these events, the Clefable, the Waylord, the Pikachu, the whatever, and now all of a sudden you have to do it a lot more times. If it takes longer and it's on the weekend and it's right before a holiday in America at least, people are going to do it. Okay, so so your argument is this is not affecting the people that are already resetting no. their Okay, <laughs> it, but what, may, okay. what about It may the, not be, but that I still think that was the maybe the potential uh, attempt from. The I think Pokemon that's maybe company. what they thought, but I don't think that's what happened. But what about the people joining? So I, I would I would argue those people are even more lazy because they they're <laughs> they're not turning off their game and setting their clock forward like however many times to do it for shiny. They're just looking for the hand me out, and I get this all the time on Twitch, where somebody will come in and they'll be like, "Hey, is anyone?" hosting we i got this this weekend right it wasn't a lot it was more it was more um when sword and shield first came out but people would come in and they'd be like is anyone hosting this event i'm looking for the shiny 
And so if assuming tinfoil hat, they did this to crack down on that. Those people might be like, oh, this is taking too long. I've done this like seven times and I haven't caught the Squovit. I'm just going to give up and or I'm just going to look for it myself. It could affect those people. It could. But I mean, we have to we're dealing against the time sink problem, too. Like once you cross the limit of I've done this seven times, well, I've already done this so many times. I'm already so far down this path. I'm going to keep going until I get it. Like. There's equal chances that they're going to bail as they are going to hunker down until they get it because now they're mad at it. Like, both are in play. I don't think this worked as they intended it to. I think it was a test. I don't think it did probably what they think what they were thinking it would do. Because I saw people who were like, I'm having it open for the next 24 hours. Just let me know and I'll give you a code. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, for uh, somebody like me who's playing every day, it's really easy for me to, like, go to the Isle of Armor, go to the beach where, like, the three raid dens are literally sitting next to each other, and just go in this triangle of dropping wishing pieces. Wishing pieces are, if, you, if you're not playing every day, <laughs> uh, and you're not, you're not collecting lots, uh, you might not have, like, an inventory of, like, 500 wishing pieces just sitting... And now that I'm, like, low on wishing pieces, I know that, like, they're probably going to do an event for December. So I'm going to check all my raid dens every day. I'm going to visit Diggin' Pa, and I'm going to stock up on Watts to get more wishing pieces. So when December comes, I'm not wasting time grinding Watts. I'm just wasting time throwing wishing pieces in a hole uh, for whatever thing pops up. Assuming there is a Um, December event. I found... Joe's tweet. It was actually not Sarah B. It was Joe's personal account. Oh. He tweeted, uh, the catch rate of the shiny squivet is hosting, guaranteed. Joining, lowest chance. <laughs> yeah, I have... Uh, did, did it say shiny squivet? Uh, shiny squivet, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, because if it was a five-star regular squivet and you were host, it was not guaranteed catch rate. But he did say shiny, okay. Yeah, he said the catch rate of the shiny squivet, hosting, guaranteed, joining, lowest chance. The lowest chance, like legendary, <laughs> <laughs> like chance? less than a one percent. <laughs> I mean, it's, it can't have been that low, or I was very lucky because I did not do that many shiny dens in all and told. And I have, I would say, I would say I got in ten shiny dens and I caught three. That's not. It's yeah. not terrible. Not terrible. It's not squivet. Not typical Squavit catch rate, but it's not terrible. But it's also, also, I never found a shiny den in my game this entire weekend doing it myself. I so. found one. Yeah, I found one myself, and I did about two hundred wishing pieces. That's a lot of wishing pieces. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, I mean, I found a lot of five star Squavits. It's just mm. the only one was shiny. I did too. <laughs> I only yeah. never found any that were shiny. My, and so ironically, I don't, I don't my know. very first five-star squibbit was the shiny one, and then I didn't find anything oh. since. Oh, wow. <laughs> Keep you coming back. Yeah, I used all my luck up right away. <laughs> this is off digitalinformationworld.com. Why do you go to these garbage sites? <laughs> Just the best sources on. What? Look, it had the article. <laughs> it had the news I needed the, the news from. Digital information what? Digitalinformationworld.com. Digital. 
<laughs> Wowzers. Their title is Call of Duty Mobile and Among Us will fight for the title of Best Mobile Game 2020. Now, the reason I pulled this article is because the nominees for the Game Award 2020 is no surprise. Call of Duty has grabbed a spot in the Best Mobile Game category. However, there's tough competition. Let's let's be clear here. <laughs> they say that th- th- I'm reading from digitalinformationworld.com. Uh, <laughs> they said there's tough competition coming from Innersloss breakout title Among Us. Sh- sure, I mean Among Us is two years old, but okay. <laughs> yeah, but nobody heard about it until this year. Does that mean it's a breakout? Like it's yeah, a, it's, it's kind of like breakout hit. It's kind of like best new artist at the Grammys when it's like that person's been this recording music album. for like 15 years. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, that's fair. <laughs> there are other popular titles on the list. The ones that I brought that the reason I bought brought up this article is the other titles on the list are Genshin Impact, Legends of Runeterra, and Pokemon Cafe Mix are nominated to go head to head against Call of Duty and Among Us in the most popular category. This uh, this author is very very uh, set on the other three not having a chance here. <laughs> I mean, I've just gotten into Genshin Impact, which is dangerous. Yeah, I saw an ad for that and thought, I think you had mentioned it a couple podcasts ago, so I immediately thought of you. Yeah, <laughs> was like, ooh, uh, I, I was finally Greg's convinced. Gonna... <laughs> I was finally convinced to download it, and it is very 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 pretty. Yeah. That's that's the number one danger sign of me playing a game. <laughs> Just goes in and describes all the games. Uh Genshin Impact is a gacha game. Uh Legends of Runeterra is a free-to-play digital collectible card game made by Riot. And then Cafe Mix is the game that I refuse to play because I don't want to <laughs> turn my phone sideways. You are <sighs> Yeah, that's uh that just the worst reason to not play a game. Honestly. <laughs> I mean, it really is. It's so... It makes zero sense. Also, like your, your palm kind of covers the speaker on the iPhone, at least. How are you mm. holding your phone? Your palm cups it and makes the speaker point the sound at you. No, I would say... Yes! I'm put, my phone is in my hand right now. I would say that the... Uh, what's the, like... The thing right below your index finger, that's like, that for me overlaps the speaker, because I want to put my index fingers to wrap around the top of the phone. I want to (laughs) hold it like a PlayStation controller. I don't understand how you're holding your phone. Well, I can't take a picture of me holding my phone when I'm holding the phone. I need another phone to do that. Well, get Irene in. <laughs> All right. I'll hold my phone, send me a, have send my me wife a... take a picture of me holding the phone, and then send it to you. Thank so you. So what I'm gathering here, and take it back to a line from Apple, is that you're just holding the phone wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah probably. And okay, then you use like your middle it. fingers to like put it behind the phone for like stability. What? Do we have the same amount of fingers? Yeah. Well, I, I hope you Are have you 10. Are you missing fingers? I got 10. No. I got 10. Where are you put? Okay, so if uh, we can't have this conversation, we literally cannot have this conversation. <laughs> I'm holding my phone right now in front of me. Me too. Uh, so, best mobile games among us: <laughs> Call of Duty Mobile, Genshin Impact, Legends of Runeterra, and Pokemon Cafe Mix. I mean, who's running? The, who's the Game Awards? The Game Awards is, is the Game Awards. 
TheGameAwards.com. Oh, hmm. But who are they? <laughs> Isn't it like the about? Here, I'll click the about. Uh, it's run by Jeff Keeley. It was founded in 2014 by media intrap- uh, entrepreneur Jeff Keeley, who has also hosted other things. Whoa. Best known for working with Entertainment Weekly, Spike TV, G4, and YouTube. Spike TV and G4 are winners of networks. He's got 1.2 million followers on Twitter. Uh, there's a board of directors that has uh, somebody from Activision, somebody from EA, somebody from Epic, somebody from AMD, somebody from Stadia. Kojima is on the board. Rockstar. Riot. I don't know. This is like the... They said okay, these people are on the advisory boards and their games are up for awards. This is a conflict of interest. <laughs> I'm calling ethics violations on this whole thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's been doing this for, what, like, eight years now? You said 2014, right? Yeah. That's six years. Six. Oh, yeah, six years. I don't know why I thought it was... In my mind, it's 2022. <laughs> and everything sort of feels like solved. <laughs> Except for how you hold your phone. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Clearly not that. It's, uh, yeah, I, I feel like Cafe Mix was like, we just need to throw something up here. Maybe, is Cafe Mix actually that good? I think Cafe Mix is that popular. I, I mean, when I, when I was playing it regularly, it was very fun. It's a fun puzzle game, and it's very cute. Like, if you take the two seconds to turn your phone the right way, <laughs> which the game does automatically for you, you just actually need to physically move your hand for approximately half a second to get it in the right position, you would see that the game is kind of fun. I'll get around to it, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, you won't! I'm gonna get. I'm, I'm gonna text Irene right now as I take a picture of how you hold your phone. I actually haven't played Cafe Mix yet, but I'm going to download it and play it just because Steve won't play it. Because yeah! It hey, I installed it. I installed it, too. I, just, I never actually <laughs> ended up playing it. <laughs> No magic herb jump. Again. A perfect vertical game, some would say. <laughs> <laughs> how how is that perfect? It was a cookie clicker. Yeah, I'm I, I'm into that. I, well, we've seen your trims. I love trims. This is off. Uh, Spencer sent this in. This is off the well. Pokemon Masters tweeted it. And it's on their Instagram. Uh, I'll just sum it up real quick. They showed a trailer. Sword and Shield people are coming. <laughs> <laughs> Two Pokemon something Masters. Something short and something shield is coming to Pokemon Masters. That's exciting, right? It breathes a little life into the game. Yeah. You guys were worried a little bit about it well, a couple weeks ago? Well, adding new characters <laughs> doesn't, I wouldn't say breathe life into the game. It breathes, <laughs> breathes money into the game. Well, that's money equals life in mobile game worlds. <laughs> uh, a lot of the comments I'm reading are people thinking it's Gloria and... Based on, like, there's a howl in the trailer, I'm really bad at, like, anytime there's, like, audio hints in a trailer, I can never hear them. I well, have... Because you got the speaker of your phone covered with your hands. Yeah, that's your true, hands. yeah. That's that's why I always have to keep it vertical, because my ears are sensitive. <laughs> I can't remember if people were saying it was Zamazenta or Zashian, but I guess, like, if they're doing Gloria and Victor, I guess they're probably going to give them Zamazenta and Zashian. Which is weird, because, like, who are they giving the starters to if they decide to do that? Because Hop wouldn't get a starter. Hop would get double. Mm, yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. 
I mean, I can hear, I played the thing and I can hear the howl. I don't know which howl that is. Are there howls different? Yeah, their howls are different. Is there a YouTube about the howls? <laughs> is there a howl? <laughs> sure there is, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and Gloria is the, is the female avatar, right? Yeah, she's the female protagonist. Well, who do they usually give the starters to? The Masters. protagonist. Yeah, usually. Oh, really? okay. Yeah, like um, yeah. Lyra mm-hmm. has the Chikorita, and then Ethan has Cyndaquil, and then... Um, Brendan has Trico, right? Yeah, Brendan has Trico. Chris has Totodile. Somebody has Totodile. Chris does. <laughs> Chris has Totodile. And, you know, Red, Blue, and Green have all those starters. Mm, right, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whether or not they bring Gen 8 trainers to... Pokemon Masters, there people will continue to be upset that Deantha is still not in the game, which I don't understand. Who yeah, these people are? Yeah, because she's the greatest. She's such a bad. She is so good. <laughs> she's one of the best champions. She has. Patrat has more character development. In, oh, you in, are so wrong. In black and white than Deantha has in X and Y. <laughs> you because you don't read. You skip past story. <laughs> There's no like, gobble, 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 gobble. story in yeah, X and Y. Yeah, there is. She comes up multiple times. She shows times. up in a cafe with Lysander, and they try to do this thing of, like, this isn't possibly the guy. The guy wearing all red isn't possibly the guy that's in charge of <laughs> Team Flair. And she says, she goes, excuse me, young person, Mr. P, Big D, how whatever nickname these bad characters gave you, I gotta go shoot a movie. And then you don't see her for like 30 hours. Because she's got a life, Steve. Yeah, she's shooting a movie. And she's literally the, told you where she's going to be. Like, like, hanging out. I, like, when N shows up every five seconds, it's all about N. So you finally have a champion. It's like, I'm going to go live my own life, and you can do whatever. I'm going to show you how awesome I am. I have a career. I am taking care of myself. I'll be back later. And you're like, that's terrible. But the person that shows up every five seconds, you're also like, he's the worst. The game's just about N. There's no pleasing you. Let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you, my favorite movie star in the Pokemon world, Bryson Man. Bryson. Has, he, he, he is even courteous enough to take you on set. De- Deantha doesn't show me where she works. Because I believe, and I will quote this from you, I hate this movie set. Why do they make me do this? I want to skip it. This is so awful. This takes so much time. Why am I doing this? Nobody ever comes back here. Yeah, you hurt Bryson's feelings, and Bryson then went and told Deantha, like, "Yeah, don't, don't take that guy to your cool set because he'll just spit in your face for being kind and say that this was the worst experience of his life. So don't do it." And she's like, "Oh yeah, I, I can, I can smell the desperation on that kid." Yeah, she understands. Nah, I got my own life to lead. I'll be back later when it's important, when you are worthy of my time. Uh, Deep cuts from Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> real real question, because I, I, I played X and Y pretty recently, and I don't remember. Does she actually show up, like, halfway through the story? I know she shows up, like, when you meet Lysander in the cafe when you first arrive to Lumios. But I don't remember the second time she shows up. But I think she does show up one more time. She does. She shows up one other time or... Oh, God. I haven't played it since... When did those games come out? 
2012. Uh, looks like she meets you again in Comarine City. Yeah. Comarine? Is that the one with the docking stations? There's a bunch of boats. Yeah, the yeah, boats. The yeah, the one the... with all the boats. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, she checks in and you're halfway through. Are you worthy? Nope, you're not. Okay, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I got some stuff to film. I got a couple commercials to get done. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Let's uh, let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll go through the, uh, as Niantic says, the biggest update to Pokemon Go ever. And the worst name ever. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back. But uh, your, your, your player character in this game is called Chase. Chase. And the female character... Female character. It's called We got a bit of Pokemon Go news, so let's try to get through this together. We can we can do this. Niantic will be proud. <laughs> uh, this is all going to be off PokemonGoLive.com. Uh, first bit of news. I think there's some good news here. Uh, we'll start with the good news. Uh, I think this is all pretty good news. Uh, okay. So this was on Friday, or sorry, Thursday, Thursday evening. To continue adapting to the changing global environment and response to the situation becoming more difficult for many of our players, we are returning the following bonus beginning Thursday, November 19th. Increased effectiveness of uh, incense effectiveness will be increased. Now attracting Pokemon to you more often. Your buddy will now bring you more gifts each day, up to five gifts at once, up to three times a day. I don't know what's happening in your. Maybe you're. Maybe Lies. if you paid attention to your buddy Greg, oh. he's my best buddy. We play every day. I just got a sticker on Sableye's forehead, which is the weirdest place of him to put it. But whatever, yep, there it is. Oh, the ribbon. Yeah, it's on his head. Yes, that's what they did with Bonsly. They just slapped it on his head, and I was like, I'm, I I'm, know. I'm into this. Farfetch'd has it probably on his chest. Everything else has it on his chest except for Sableye. Is like boink. <laughs> <laughs> These bonuses are temporary, but they will remain in the game through uh, at minimum through June of 2021, and we will give at least one month's notice before they change. <laughs> Monday, <laughs> they're changing. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's good. That's better than the I don't know what was it maybe 24 hour notice that we had that they were going away last time. So that's nice. When we covered the news of them removing those two bonuses, uh, was like exactly a month ago. Yes, that sounds about right. Was it? Only, has it only been a month, really? That those bonuses? Was it only this month that those bonuses were gone? No, I think they went in two months worth, right? Of yeah, bonuses. I think they went in September. Uh, yes, because they updated the original article. So if I if I go to the URL, it says twenty twenty zero nine twenty nine. 
So a little oh. over a month. So only October. Yeah. So that was they would have oh, yeah, most you're, of you're, December. <laughs> I mean, it was a month. And oh, a half. and most of November. A month okay, and a half. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I forgot what month we were in. <laughs> I, I thought it was 2022 about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I haven't left my house in like eight months, so I, everything looks the same. Oh, wait, I moved a month ago, but other than that, <laughs> I other totally than, left my other house. Other than completely picking up everything and moving it to a different house, I haven't left the house. <laughs> <laughs> I, I well. still stand by that Nianta gets so much flack for this kind of stuff, but no one ever blames like the Pokemon company. Well, if Niantic was to be like, hey, we're going to remove the if if like September 30th or whatever, they were like, we're going to remove the incense. And what was the other thing? The buddy stuff. And the Pokemon company didn't step in and say, like, no, don't do that to our players, our own customers that can also probably buy merch and uh, watch the anime. And we don't want to make like what is happening between these two companies where it took them 45 days to be like, you know, that decision was bad. (laughs) <laughs> like is it is it actually just like a translation barrier is it just because everyone's working at home and they like send an email and no one checks that email for like two weeks like why <laughs> like i would i would maybe bet if if the pokemon company was an american company we wouldn't have to wait so long for simple changes to happen but maybe maybe i don't know <laughs> maybe maybe we would I think because they have to look at it on a global perspective and make a decision that's for everybody. So I guarantee you that Niantic has to make the decision looking at their global numbers, run the numbers, then send it to the Pokemon company, and then they're going to check everything again and then send it back. Like, there's no way that's happening in under three weeks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're looking at, like, I mean, they're looking at month-end numbers, right? Right. Uh, you know, I can tell you as an accountant, <laughs> like it takes time to like get those official. I mean, you're not just, you don't want to just throw estimates at them and be like, well, this was this or this did that. And so, I mean, I could see it being like a month to realize like, Oh, this just, we took a hit because of this. Um, I don't know. I mean, if you look at the, how the world is doing right now, I guess you don't need a month to look at that and be like, huh, Mm-mm. maybe we should put those bonuses back in the game. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I mean, from I, mean a money I would have argued they shouldn't have made the decision in the first place. Like, when they cut it off, the trend was really bad. What if it took them 45 days to get to this point? Does that mean it took them 45 days to decide, hey, let's start removing? So, if they oh, removed the bonus on October 1st, that means they would have started talking about it. Uh, when things were a lot better. Yep. Would, yeah. Which would have been like July, wait, August, like August 15th, because August 15th yeah. is September. Yeah. And and, it was and August, it was looking bef- better. Yeah, for sure. It was probably even before that, to be honest, because that to plan planning to like remove a feature like that, I don't think that has to do so much with um like it's not as monetary as I think they were just like, well, we want to get the game kind of back to to where it was before. That was probably a decision made a while ago, as they saw the 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 pandemic kind of not being as bad as it was in like March, April, <laughs> but I was still, I don't know. It's never been like good. Uh, but I think that that decision was made quite a while ago. And then immediately when that, ha- when that happened and they got all the backlash, uh, they were like, oops, we need to look into reversing this. The only other thing that I can think of, of like 
why this took so long to revert, that's the right word, is because they were arguing of like, well, well, what are we doing in the future? And if the argument was a bunch of people in a boardroom or on a Zoom call saying, well, let's revisit it in March, and then be somebody be like, no, let's do April, and then finally, I guess they decided June, which is, I feel, extremely generous, but maybe not. But saying that the bonuses will remain in the game minimum through June of 2021 doesn't well, seem like a light decision. It seems like there was probably some I back and forth. Probably, but I think there's a few things that could lead to a decision like that. One being um, the... I don't think that they're losing a whole... I mean, they're probably making more money, right? They're making more money with these things being in-game the way they are. I mean, people are buying more incense because they are getting... Because it's so much better. Um, and to be fair, uh, when they did remove the bonus, you know, they didn't say it, but like it was, it didn't remove it back to five minutes for every spawn. It was like 90 seconds per spawn. Mm-hmm. Right. So like even sitting on my couch, like I was still getting a spawn every 90 seconds. And that was a nice little surprise after being, you know, it was a little roller coaster of emotion of like, oh, they took these bonuses away. I'm so bummed. And then like, oh, well, it's not that bad. It, you know, every 90 seconds. And um, you know what would have fixed that? Clear communication. <laughs> okay, so that was that's the thing. I think the biggest thing isn't removing features or what, what are they doing with features. It's the communication of it all. So if, like they said now, they're going to give a month's notice before they decide to take this away, that would's great. That would be really great to have a month's notice to be yeah. like, okay, in a month, these things are going to revert, and now we're ready for it versus 24 hours when I may have bought a bunch of incense in the last day because I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to buy some incense for the next week or whatever, right? Like a month is a good amount of time to know something's going to go away. Also, I think that a time frame like June, I don't remember if the data was out yet already when this when this decision was made, but like I mean, that's kind of an idea of like vaccine for stuff for the pandemic when like it's widely going to be potentially available, so maybe there was ideas of like that might be a safe bet is to like go middle of next year. Oh, I was thinking um, July is their big month. <laughs> so we roll back all the changes <laughs> in June. Do you, yeah, but I don't yeah. I don't know if it makes a whole lot of sense from a standpoint of, like from that standpoint to roll everything back because I feel like rolling everything back in June when July is your big month, you're betting that like all of a sudden everyone's going to be like, "Okay, now we're all just going to go outside." Yeah. yeah. Well, in, they they what, are making know. bad bets for sure. Yeah. Do you think that like we get GoFest in July? I think we get some kind of in-person one, maybe definitely mm. a virtual one. I can see so in-person one. Two. I can see a GoFest in person just because it's outside as a verse versus like a PAX or a, an E3, which is like indoors. Right. I think that it also <laughs> depends just where we are. I yeah. heard. A, I heard a sigh from Greg. <laughs> I just the problem is it would be outdoors, but the like if things aren't going to change, you can't have it be hours and hours and hours, mm-hmm. right. right? So you can probably safely get away with an hour outdoors, but you still have to limit the amount of people there. Like oh yeah if yeah, you everything do... that's here. I mean, to be fair, when we were at GoFest in Chicago, it was pretty easy not to be by anyone. Yeah. Yeah. So if they were to pick well, the same location, until you went over to the trade area and they were all okay. Clumped, yeah. Like. <laughs> so yes, the trade area and <laughs> for the spooky area was probably the biggest. But 
But the there ones was, in the middle. There was that like swampland <laughs> in between <laughs> the, the trade land. area and the fountains yeah. where it was like all muddy and gray, where like no one was, but Nobody you had to was. like trudge through it to get yep. to the. Um, but they could pick an area that big, and they could literally just invite half the amount of people, and you would have probably twenty feet around you at all times. I mean, obviously, unless you're playing with your own friend group, which is the same situation on the plane, which is don't sit by anyone. Unless they're your friends or family that you are traveling with, then you are allowed to sit in the center seat. If not, you are not allowed to sit in the center seat. Which is still not... Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> There's a lot a of compromises to all of this. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, I think it's hopeful to say that they'll be able to have an outdoor event July of next year. I yeah. think that is the absolute best case everything goes right over these next six months for that to happen. <laughs> and that's definitely trended well in 2020, huh? Yeah. Um, I mean, we have to sort of be honest as to what the vaccine is right. and how quickly it can be produced. And the right. fact that the general public won't even begin to see the first hint of it until May of next year. Right, exactly. Like, unless there's some major, like, a million things go right between now and then, that is that is a far-off hope that they'll be able to have an in-person event next year. So, similar to a lot of things that happen, are happening currently, do I think they should have an event in person? No. Do I think they will have an event in person? Probably. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Well, they, they had to cancel the Kyoto event. Which they they tweeted about. I think Niantic support tweeted about. I mean, the official Japanese Pokemon Go tweeted that. I don't <laughs> really probably no reason for the American Pokemon Go to tweet. Hey, this Japanese event is canceled. <laughs> was that the city tour one? That was the city tour one. So there was four city tours. We talked about those last week. The Taiwan, um, Auckland the Kyoto, and then I can't remember the last one. But the Kyoto one got canceled. I want to say Japan had 500 cases in a single day, which is the highest it's been since, I want to say, June? Or maybe... Yeah, they spiked um, on the 19th, which is... And like it's just keep it just keep it getting worse. Like, they had been way down in over the summer. But again... Everywhere had been way down over the summer months. Mm -hmm. So, like, in the Southern Hemisphere, where they're hitting summer, they will all probably be fine. Right. Well, and you got, like, New Zealand, where right. Auckland, where there's no cases or very, like, very, single-digit cases. But um, they are very, like, they do things that nobody else in the world is doing, so. Right. No, absolutely. But again, absolutely. this goes back to the Pokemon company has to approve these decisions. If if Niantic was like, hey, we want to do four city events in four cities that seem relatively safe, one of the cities being, like, <laughs> uh, in Japan, and the Pokemon company says, yes, we approve these cities, they're, at a base level, I mean, they're agreeing to let Niantic do this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, if they're okay with doing smaller city events, now, when it's the worst it's been, I just... I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just, it just seems very likely that they will definitely try, tr they as in yeah. the Pokemon company and Niantic try to do events. I mean, we already saw, excluding Niantic, we've already saw the Pokemon company tweet that they're trying to get the TCG back up in Japan with the like the TCG 
glass shield things. Like the, <laughs> they look like you're like you went yeah. to prison and like you're you're sitting one person's in jail, the other person's not, and you're like arguing about like who's getting the kids in the, the next weekend and. And they've they've also <laughs> rolled out like new rules for the TCG where like instead of your opponent cutting your deck, they will they will like point at a thing of how many times they want you to cut it in front of them. I mean, I, I think they'll try and most likely just like the Kyoto event, it will be canceled. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I just it just I depends. just don't I, I mean... just don't think that in six more months it will be in control. Right, at least in control enough to be having like a big, a, ha- a massive event. event. A massive. Yeah, I yeah. will yeah. say, in six months, it will be in control in every country but the United States. <laughs> <laughs> also, a somewhat safe. Bet. Well, now we we can all point to Sweden. <laughs> okay, uh, sure, this sure. is uh, this is their their biggest update here. This is what they say, not me. Um. S- <laughs> Not me. Don't even confuse that this is coming from me. I would never say these things. Trainers, since we began our journey together over four years ago, Pokemon Go has evolved in many ways. From the addition of battles, raid battles, trainer battles, team rocket go, ba- team go rocket battles, to the discovery of over 600 different Pokemon that can be encountered in the game, the world of Pokemon Go has changed and expanded in new ways. The week of Monday, November 30th, Pokemon Go will go beyond. We'll be making changes to how trainers can level up and implementing seasons, a new way to experience in-game events. But not only that, but Pokemon originally discovered in the Kalos region will be coming to Pokemon Go. Let's start with the, the, these are the three things, the, the level, the level cap, the seasons and the Kalos Pokemon. Let's just start with Kalos Pokemon because I don't think there's really a lot here. Starting uh, Wednesday, December second, uh, we'll be meeting Pokemon first discovered in the region where dreams and adventures begin. Kalos, I don't think that's true. While uh, <laughs> with the a recent recent arrival of Mega Pokemon, Mega Evolution of Pokemon Go, it feels timely that Pokemon originally discovered in the Kalos region, the region where Mega Evolution were first discovered, will make their debut. <sighs> yeah, sure, I guess. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> the problem with this is, like, it's... I don't know no. who to blame. Just the this, this state of how they have to, like, conduct their mobile game, but it's like it's like five Pokemon. They, they said over 20, but like 20 are not appearing. It's like five and then you have to evolve them. So it's chess bin. Yeah, it's it's seven. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you're right. It's seven. Chespin, Fennekin, Froakie, Bunnelby, Fletchling, Litleo, and then Klefki. Klefki will be Diggersby, though. exclusive to France. What? Um, Look, let France have something. <laughs> no. <laughs> why 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 do we have to let france have something i want a key we got the statue of liberty they got klefki they, they gave, gave us the statue, the statue of, liberty. of liberty and we're giving them klefki <laughs> japan's giving them klefki <laughs> you're right yes you're actually right japan probably made that decision it was probably masuda themselves <laughs> um they can have the key they also this is off uh I've also seen that there's like a there will be a raid exclusive Pokemon. We don't know what that is yet, though. Mm-hmm. 
So this will be like the Shanks uh, or the Clink. Clink was the Gen Five one. I think what it'll be, it be Scatterbug. No way they put Bro, a bug. Oh no, in eggs. they would not put bug in there. That's a that's a seven k egg if I ever heard one. It's a one star raid. Uh huh. It's Gen Six. I mean, they're doing all this trading stuff now, like long distance trading. Something makes me feel like it's going to be Scatterbug, and then Vivian's going to have the whole trade aspect to it. Yeah, I think they they did another trade thing this past weekend, right? This it's currently going on now mm-hmm. until some until uh, the twenty third. Yeah, and now instead of it being like five miles, it was like thirty miles or something. Uh, forty kilometers. So I don't know. Put that in miles. At Nobody knows what forty four miles or something. Means. But yeah, forty kilometers seems to be about the distance uh, that you can trade with someone. Yeah, so I'm I'm assuming they're eventually just going to pull the trigger on this, right? And just do trade with anyone. Well, they did mention in that article with the bonuses coming back, uh, they did mention that there are other bonuses that will be happening during events. So trading for longer periods of longer distances will be coming back during events. I know what's going into uh, raids. Furfru and Furfu. Furfru uh, haircuts. God. You have to collect all the haircuts. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I guess it could be scattered. You know they're going to do it. They did all the different ones for Deoxys. They're going to make you hunt five star raids for Egyptian hair. I just don't think would be a one star. <laughs> Furfru just seems like a three star right. to me. Yeah, it won't be a one star because it's uh, since it doesn't have any evolutions or anything. But I really think it's going to be Scatterbug. I think that I just think that the 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 testing of these long distance trading and this one star mystery egg during Kalos release and Vivian being what it is just means I think it would be a if nothing else I think it would be really cool if they did it. So so Niantic if you're listening and you've already made plans change them and put Scatterbug <laughs> in. We in know you're good at ra- changing directions race. on a die. <laughs> Hey, you've got you've got about sixteen days. You can, or no, not even. You've got about ten days or eleven days before this happens. Um, just other possibilities: Flabebe, probably not. Skidoo, Pancham, Esper, Honage. They could do Honage. I mean, they put Clink they in, and Clink is like very far in the Pokedex. And Clink was like a Unova debut, right? Yep. Okay. When looking at the article, the the specific article for the Kalos region, not the main article they actually say about the mysterious raid egg that they're going to be tracking the progress of this egg on our social channels and we might need your help to get it to hatch sooner furfru <laughs> it's furfru and it's gonna be all the haircuts uh yeah i don't know scatterbugs just like for a hardcore player scatterbug makes sense and maybe i'm not saying that pokemon go fans aren't hardcore uh because they are in their own way but there's there there are people I, w- I would consider, so I'm going to word this carefully, I would consider people <laughs> who watch Pokemon streams every day on Twitch, which is a small amount of people, I would, I would say they're pretty hardcore to the fact that they're literally watching Pokemon content every day, and so many of them don't know how Vivian worked. Um, and I, I, I dedicated like two weeks to, you know, getting all the Vivians through GTS trading in Pokemon Home, and the amount of times just... It was kind of shocking how people just didn't know, like, 
Vivian had 20 forms and like two forms were exclusive and you could only get forms by doing this and you can't breed it and stuff. So if if it is Vivian and Niantic's already bad at communicating. <laughs> <laughs> like I think it I think it's cool. Like it is it is obviously the the uh, not the original but it is a Pokemon. No, it is like the original region exclusive Pokemon. Like it is exclusive to specific regions of a 3DS. Not exclusive to like whether your DS was a Japanese game or a Korean game or whatnot. So if they if so I guess the balance is like we're four years into the game, we're about to get eventually Vivian, but Niantic has been doing testing for long distance tradings, but they've clearly wanted to protect region exclusive Pokemon. So are they protecting region exclusive Pokemon or are they just giving up at this point and just doing trading? Well, yeah, but we're also seeing it with the Lake Trio already being. Yeah, but the difference between it. Vivian and Lake Trio is Lake Trio's existed for like a year and a half. And you know that they're not turning them shiny because people are going to freak out that they can finally get Azelf and Uxie and Mesprit. And then in like six more months, they'll be like, we're doing it again, but this time it's shiny because we want to double dip. <laughs> right, right. It's just, to me, Vivian is too new for them to do that. But the recent trades that they keep doing makes it seem like maybe they don't care as much anymore. Yeah, but then I mean, it's like they're I, putting Klefki in France. So, like, they're still right. doing, like, I don't, I don't know what they, do they care or do they not care? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, like, maybe, I mean, again, the trading is only 40 kilometers, right? It's not like it's worldwide trading. So yeah, it's 24 miles. That's what I'm, I'm not worried about it, but I'm just thinking there's no actual technical limitation of 40 miles to unlimited. They could just flip a switch. No, no, but I'm saying like they can still care about regionals because like unless oh. you've still traveled to that place, like it's not like I can go trade someone in France right now for a Klefki or when it comes out, like it's still only 40 kilometers, right? So someone still has to have traveled there that is within 40 kilometers of me. So, I mean, maybe, maybe they hold off um, on that, but I don't know. I mean, I guess it also does say it's some mysterious Pokemon. Uh, Scatterbug is not <laughs> the most. I mean, okay. they use mysterious, mysterious real loosely. For, for, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're real loose with their definitions. Let's be real. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of theories out there. It could be something that's not even Kalos, you know? It could be something from an earlier gen, but... Well, let's let's move this conversation into seasons, which I feel like no one is talking about. Because they did it in the game for one game and then promptly dumped it. What? No, that <laughs> literally has nothing to do with black and white. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure, black and white had seasons, but like it, it, in a in a game that takes place in real life that kind of had seasons before this like is this actually makes sense that they're cementing it because they would be like well you can only get well i see feel all the time but i'm mm -hmm. more in like a wintery biome or a water icy biome but it would but this to me is exciting because it just makes more sense i guess <laughs> 
to be like, okay, we're, we're seeing wintry Pokemon. Okay, now we're seeing spring. Now we're seeing summer. Now we're seeing fall. I think so. I guess that's true. I just thought that the weather system worked pretty well in how in what it did. Well, they're, they're not getting doing. rid of the weather. It'll still work with No, yeah, I, know. I just don't know what they are improving with seasons that wasn't already done in weather. Oh. Right. I think that what they're doing, what, um, <coughs> it, I don't know. Are you going to, you want to explain the article, Steve? Yeah. So ideally what's happening is there's going to be two hemispheres, a spoiler, IRL, there are two <laughs> hemispheres. I don't know if anyone taught you that. Um, so seasons will be, spoiler, three months long because <laughs> they're 12 months in a year. <laughs> Um, and different Pokemon will appear in different seasons. So, for example, the first season will start on December 1st and it will go December, January, February. And ideally, um, those would be more, uh, well, this is what they say here. They say, for example, in the first season, Pokemon appearing in winter will be in the Northern Hemisphere while Burmy... Daramaka and other Pokemon in the summer will be more in the southern hemisphere. And I think what they can do, and obviously they mentioned Deerling, because there's four forms of Deerling per season. And I think what they can do, and what works in Pokemon Go, in my opinion, is that they can cut down... There's, there's 600 Pokemon, right? And technically, all of those Pokemon can spawn, with the exception of the Pokemon they specifically turn off which as far as i know like yeah mask is turned off and like deli bird is turned off right yeah but like what about gen four and five uh like second level evolutions okay well they didn't turn those on yet but even if we oh God, okay we, got it, even got if it. we don't count those even if you looked at the first three which i'm pretty sure like septile can technically spawn in the wild even though i've never seen one yeah, I got, uh, the other day I incense spawned an Agron. Oh, that's really cool. Dang. Yeah. So you have, you have all of these Pokemon that exist and they technically all are spawning, but the chance of you seeing like an Agron is almost, feels like almost impossible. Mm-hmm. So with seasons, they can be like, well, we have 200 Pokemon we're spawning in this season instead of 600 Pokemon. Or even less, they can maybe even say 100 or 150. And now instead of maybe getting like, like if you open up your Pokemon Go right now, it's probably like Rattata, Zubat, Pidgey, and Purloin or something. And it's like all garbage Pokemon <laughs> that you don't really care about. <laughs> I mean, well, I don't know that season's changing that. There's an event right now, so. But if if they could set it where like, hey, this month you're getting Patrat, next season you're only getting... Rattata. The season after that, you're only getting Bidoof, right? They can at least cut down on the trash to be like, well, I'm only seeing this trash Route 1 Pokemon this for the next three months instead of Rattata, Bidoof, Patrat. I think they're being uh, really optimistic about what they're going to cut out and what they're going to include. I have a feeling all the trash is sticking around I don't think no so. matter what nope. season it is. I think, they, I think they fall into classifications. And I think if they want, I don't, I mean, there might be a small chance where like Rattata isn't completely cut out, but I've, I, I feel like if they're doing seasons, they're just going to straight up cut Pokemon. Cause they've already done this with like, yeah, mask and, and Delibird and 
I mean, I think they're going to cut Pokemon, but I don't think that they're going to cut the trash. No, I'm just saying the trash. I think Rattata is going to be around forever. There's so much trash already in Pokemon that they're just cutting the trash into four different segments. Like, think of how much garbage, like how many Route 1 bug Pokemon you see? How many Route 1 cat Pokemon do you see? How many Route 1 rodent Pokemon do you see? There's just so much of that. What season is rat? It doesn't like that. That that's the irre- irrelevant part, right? Like you can make Patrat spawn literally in every season. So just pick one to put. Yeah. Them in. Well, I don't think they're gonna. T- I don't think they're gonna pick one. I think they're going to r- limit the ones that match seasons and still keep the trash. I mean, just based on what they're saying in the, the article, it seems like that. But uh, I mean, because like their examples, while well, Burmy and Daramaka, which don't appear already very much. Would only appear more in summer. I I don't have a strong sense that they're gonna be like, well, Bidoof is a spring, and Rattata is a summer. Like I think those things are just the baseline. This are trash you, are is always gonna be here. That we've literally seen Rattata for four years. Like that. No. That is that is that is what they're fixing though. That is why I see. I don't think that's exciting. what they're fixing. But they they've already started doing that now, right? Because they already talked about they how they've changed. They've changed. Um, spawns here and there and i mean i don't know that they would so you think they're just gonna like literally take like let's say it's just 600 pokemon you think they're gonna take 150 of each and just throw them all into a specific season yes and then i will never like i will never see a rattata in fall if it's a spring pokemon yes i 100 percent believe that i don't With, think that's gonna i don't, I don't, I don't think, think that's, that's true because you have to think, think about true. people who are you have to think about people who are new to the game as well okay trade and if Okay, wait. You want Delibird? You got to wait an entire year to get it, or you trade it. They've already yeah, done that. Yeah, but that's that. one. That's one special Pokemon that they made special when they released it to the for the first time. Yeah, and they've they made were... Pokemon like Dratini special and Mareep special, but now it's not special anymore. But it and it doesn't even feel feel special when they bring it back because you just get the hardcore people complaining. All I see is Dratini this event. Where are the Bagons? Like there, there, there is no winning to when a new player comes in, and if a new player comes in and they're like, "Oh man, Rat Rattata isn't spawning for six months," you can either be like, "Here, let me trade you a Rat Rattata and a Raticate. Okay, cool, that was a hundred Stardust. All right, you happy? Okay, move on. If they really wanted to, you're they, so not only could they cut Rattata out for like nine months of the year and bring it back for only three months, which I think they're going to do. Uh, maybe maybe Rattata is not like a good example. Maybe like because like Rattata has like a specific metal to it. So like maybe Skitty is a better example because Skitty is trash. But well, I mean I love Skitty, but it's like a trash <laughs> spawn. But, I mean um, Skitty is already a rare spawn. Skitty is not a rare spawn. I see I see like four Skitties a day. I see none. Really, I don't see Skitty ever. I see Skitty none. nonstop. Uh, I would love to see more. So Skitty. I mean, this is begins the question of what are they fixing with seasons that they don't already fix with weather and biome. What did they, they, they? What did they fix with seasons that they're not fixing with weather or bio? Cutting Pokemon. That's literally what it does. But I don't. But based on based on the article, literally saying in the first season you're going to see Pokemon related to winter in the northern hemisphere and related to summer in the southern hemisphere. They're literally saying that those Pokemon are already related to winter and summer. Mm-hmm. And so those Pokemon you're mentioning aren't related to winter and summer. They're not related to a season at all. Yeah, they're not related to a season. Whereas they're pointing every, out specific. Not, not every Pokemon. Like, like there's still going to be like exceptions to that. Like, like that you, like even in the games, 
even if you were to go to black and white and it's like the winter season, you're still going to see like Abra or whatever in the grass. Like I wouldn't say Abra is a winter Pokemon, but hey, it just spawns like winter, summer and fall and it doesn't spawn in spring. Like, I guess my point is that I don't think that like if Rattata is deemed a springtime Pokemon, that there is a zero percent chance I will see it in the fall. Okay, so maybe it's so, not going to spawn nearly as much, but I do think that like they're still going to have no, other Pokemon. Spawn. They, they can fix this easily, right? So if well, here here's an example, and again, this is this is some speculation. If if they get if they say like okay, Skitty is only uh, Skitty is only spawning in the winter seasons. Purloin is only spawning in the um, spring seasons. We'll just do those for two for example because they're both bad cat Pokemon. <laughs> that doesn't mean that there can't be an event in the springtime event that isn't like the delightful cat egg event where Skitty, Purloin, and Litten are more are spawning in eggs, right? So they can cut Pokemon from seasons, but then they can force bring them back in events. So what they're doing that what they would be doing with this base work is cutting specific Pokemon. So you can be like, man, Rattata only spawns in the in the winter season. But hey, there's a berry and squirrel event happening, and Squavit, Rattata, and uh, Amoongus are now spawning in in March, and they can bring Pokemon back through events. They've already technically have been doing this for the last year of forcing Pokemon spawns to feel special. The only thing they're the only thing seasons are really doing is setting a precedent of you now accepting that Pokemon are gone. And once you once people accept Pokemon are gone, then they feel more obligated to play during the months they come back because they're introducing another level of uh, FOMO. I mean, I I agree with that mm, part. Yeah. I just don't think that's going to apply to Pidgey Rattata, <laughs> Bidoof. I don't think they're getting rid of those base, right, the I, base first routes throughout. That if they don't get rid of those region. base first rounds, I just don't feel like see, then, then then there are seasons because there's just there's just so many Pokemon now that they need to like separate them. Yeah, I don't know, and I guess that I mean I agree don't. that they should. I don't think they will. <laughs> like. I don't think they're going to take away Rattata, Pidgey spawns, Zubat spawns, ever. Like, I don't think those are ever going away. I don't think they're going to say, we're limiting these incredibly trashy normal types to spring only. No, they are just going to always be the baseline. And the things that have strong rarity, are things that people are looking for, are the things that people will feel like they're missing out on and will want to come back for. I don't think that applies to the to the Route 1 trashes. I think those are going to be stuck forever, no matter what you do. If they were to, like, say, Caterpie's not spawning until spring, and then somebody who, who like, they, they're, like, missing a shiny Caterpie, and then spring comes around, and they're like, Caterpie's back. Did you, you missed him? Here he, here he is. <laughs> People would be like, Nobody oh, man, Caterpie's Caterpie. back, and now, like, I, uh, that's the shiny I want. Like, I... Th I th I think there's something... Okay, I, to bring it back to Sword and Shield, literally everyone, including myself, we did the same dumb thing in the Isle of Armor. We were like, oh my gosh, look at a, a Politoed. And then you're like, whoa, wow, look at a, a, a Cramorant. And you're like, oh wait, no, Cramorant's not new. But like, you have that thing of being like, oh, look at all these Pokemon that are returning. 
And then you do the same thing for the Crown Tundra where you're like driving through and you're like, whoa, look at uh, a, a, a jinx. Oh, wait, hold on. That's a jinx. But you're like, <laughs> I mean, you, I, you have that like art. I, I don't think that that is universal. But you have that like second of excitement because as the Pokemon company has proven, for some reason, we get really nostalgic about Pokemon they take away from us and then they bring it back. I think seasons are going to be a bit more extreme in removing Pokemon than I feel like you guys are giving credit for. I, I have not seen any hint of that from what they put out. Did you read the rest of the article regarding that season of celebration research situation? Uh, I think I just closed it. It looks like there's going to be... So starting on December 1st at 8 a.m., the first season will begin, the season of celebration. Pokemon originally discovered in the Kalos region will be appearing in Pokemon Go. To celebrate their arrival, Professor Willow is embarking on a quest to research the different regions of the Pokemon world. During the season, so it sounds like during the entire season, trainers will be able to participate in a series of in-game events featuring Pokemon first discovered in different regions. Whether you're a fan of Kanto, Johto, Hoenn, Sinnoh, Unova, or Kalos, Pokemon originally discovered in each of these regions will be appearing as Professor Willow looks to discover and celebrate their rich histories. Yeah, that's like the same as they've done for like Unova. Like they did that for Unova, they did that for Sinnoh, they did that for Hoenn. Where they but they did them like immediately, right? It sounds like it's going to like happen throughout the three months. So I'm just going back to your like your point of like they can have these events where it's like. Not everything they can bring back Skitty in like uh this is a Hoenn specific one even though it's like Skitty's a springtime Pokemon but like here it is now for a little bit during this season or something like yeah. that like I would also probably say like I don't think that just because Sfeel might be a winter Pokemon doesn't mean that Sfeel is always going to appear the same three months like I feel like. Like, it could be possible where, like, they they just go, like, well, we're going to do Sfeel for, like, j like I don't think one Pokemon would be specific to a month either. They could do, like, Rattata is both spring and summer, and now it's gone, but that doesn't mean that coming spring and summer of next year, it's going to be Rattata again. It could just be maybe Rattata's for spring next year. Like, I think they can... I don't think I don't think anything is set in stone. I just think the the exciting thing about seasons is that they're saying like here are X amount of Pokemon for three months, and we are not afraid to cut the other X amount of Pokemon for the time being. That's what I that's that's ultimately what I think. That would be. I mean, I would. I'm excited to see this for sure. I'm excited to see what they end up doing with it. I, I what you're saying would be great if they did something like that. Um, <laughs> will they act on it? I eh, mm. uh, will see. Also, uh, they talk about like Daramuka, Dara, Darumaka being available in the other hemisphere, uh, like summer. But like, does that mean will Galarian Darumaka be available in our hemisphere? Since it's like seems like it's a winter type Pokemon. Like, will they will forms be different? Will they change? Will they do things like that? Or I wonder if it'll just be the Pokemon species specifically. Yeah, you know, like could you know could you have like because they have forms, they, these different like forms and stuff now, like could you have like maybe a lowland Rattata in the fall and regular Rattata in the spring? So right. you're getting a Rattata of some kind, either whether you're in each hemisphere in there during those seasons. Because right now I see both all the time. Right, right. So yeah, they could do a thing where they could do a thing where they, 
And they do on a shorter time span do the whole like, well, they did at one point. I'm not sure how much it still works this way, but the whole night and day thing, right? Like you're much more likely to see uh, an Alolan Rattata at night or like a Hound Hour at night because it's dark type and all that stuff or like they were doing for a while or they had like Pokemon that were more apparent night than daytime. Um, so they've done these kinds of things in the past um, on a much shorter uh, timeline. Okay, level 50. <laughs> this is what everyone seems to be talking about but for the first time since the game's launch leveling up in go will be rebalanced there are many features and changes made to the games over the years we are revisiting them to make leveling more fun trainers who have reached level 40 will soon have the opportunity to level up to 50 being one of the first uh bragging rights as a level 50 trainer if you're up for the challenge for players who haven't reached level 40 you'll find leveling up is easier than before for various adjustments of ways you can earn xp and then what they're doing is they worded this very specifically. If you're a Legacy 40 trainer, not a Legacy trainer, there are plenty of people who started the game on, what what day did it launch? Like December, J- July 7th or something? July 6th is my start date. Yeah, July 6th. I believe, I believe you can have the 5th if you're like in Australia or something, but I think July 6th is like the, the first day. Yeah, July 6th for me too. But if you're a Legacy 40 trainer, so if you hit if you are level 40 by December 31st at at midnight, you will earn an exclusive Gyarados hat and a special Legacy 40 medal to help trainers get to 40 faster. Double catch XP will be live until the rest of the year. Um if you didn't get that memo. Um additionally, trainers will be able to power up uh Pokémon higher than a level before. And there's a bunch of stuff here. Australia already has this. Australia's Niantic's guinea pig, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, like one of the examples for I think level 41 was, and these could change, I guess, because technically it's not rolled out, was you had to catch like 200 Pokemon in a single day, plus have a certain amount of XP, plus um, do like two other things. Yeah, they've kind of listed out sort of what each of the levels is. Yeah, I mean, I know Australia has like the actual tasks, but I have uh, forty-six right here in front of me, which is complete a hundred field research tasks, take a snapshot of a Pokemon seven days in a row, make fifty excellent throws, and then hatch thirty eggs. Plus, you need the uh, minimum XP that they want from you, mm-hmm. which here it says fifteen million xp which that doesn't make sense to me because you need 20 million xp to be level 40 15 million xp on top of whatever level 45 oh i see so like level 41 shows you it's like level 41 shows you it's uh you have so much out of that plus like six million like i think it's a level 41 it's six million more xp than whatever you have i see okay that makes sense i was like what are they lowering the XP? Why is it 15 million? It's 20 million oh, to get yeah. to level 40. That's like a kind of a weird way to communicate it. Yeah, it's. I think it, it like looks kind of weird the way that they have it set up as well. But I don't know if that means... So wait, does that mean... It, let's say you have... What is it? So it's 20 million to get to level 40, right? Yep. So if you have... And let's say it's it says like 6 million XP to get to 41... Uh, let's say you have 30 million XP total. Does that mean you've already cleared the 6 million or yes. do you need to get 6 million more from the moment that this opens up? So I I got a response from Niantic from this. Your XP rolls over. 
So if you have okay. if you have forty thousand XP, or sorry, forty million XP, 40 million. you would mm-hmm. be clear to at least get to forty six because forty six you just need a bonus fifteen million. So that would be thirty five, I think. Okay, if I'm reading Got that it. right. Yeah. That Anyways, sounds... your your XP rolls over. So you're you, if you have sixty million XP, you're you're good for the first couple levels. You just have to do the task. Your tasks do not roll over. So if you've completed uh like two mi- if you completed two two thousand field research and you get to level forty six, once you get to forty six, you have to then complete another hundred field tasks. Same for like with Team Go Rocket. I think it's like level forty five. You need to do like battle a hundred Team Go Go Rocket grunts. If you already battled three hundred, that doesn't count. You have to once you get there, you have to battle another a hundred to complete that task. So the only okay. thing rolling over is your your XP levels. Okay, and that makes sense. That makes sense why the tasks are added because you know you've got your people out there with hundreds of millions of XP, and so yeah. Um, but you get nothing for being level fifty. Uh, I mean, I think you get like avatar items, but <laughs> um, there's there's no gameplay changes here. So for example, once you hit level forty. Um, you can power your Pokemon up to level 50 without you being 50. And you can power up your Pokemon past level 40, sorry, from 40 to 50 by using the new XL candy. Uh, and there's multiple ways to earn XL candy. You can earn it by trading. You can earn it from hatching Pokemon. I believe you can earn it from raids. But you use the XL candy to power a Pokemon from level 40 to level 50, but you yourself don't have to be 50. Nothing changes for you as a player character if you were 42 or if you were 48. Nothing matters. It's just literally bragging rights. So, Except that the real, real game begins. Yeah, except, right, oh correct. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the real, real game begins. I mean, I'm still not even level 40, and I'm not going to get to level 40 before December 31st. You don't think so? That. What level, no. what level are you, Greg? I'm 38 and three quarters. You can oh, do you it? can get there before December 31st. Don't you, double want, XP? Don't you want the Gyarados hat? How am I going to do this before in a month? They've doubled what the is- XP catching for the rest of the year. <laughs> it's it's four million to get there, and one one catch is like a thousand. XP. <laughs> well, if you're enough At of a most. sucker, Greg, you'll do 50 Heatran raids with remote raid passes and not get the shiny. I am not that much of a sucker. <laughs> uh, you're getting double hearts right now when you open a gift. Yeah. And you could open 45 gifts a day. Yeah, that would require my buddy to bring me gifts. Yeah, No, you can open them. Have people send you gifts. <laughs> <laughs> and then open 45... And that's two hearts a day, and then just just pop what, a lucky hearts? egg. Two hearts for what? Oh, like friendship hearts. Friendship hearts, because you need so, you need seven hearts for great friends, and then thirty hearts for ultra friends, and then what? 60? Ninety days of hearts for best friends, though. Yeah, yeah, not gonna happen. Hey, look, I'm trying to set you up for success. <laughs> I mean, y'all can send me stuff. I mean, I'll open your gifts. But since my buddy is absolutely refusing to bring me gifts back, this is not going to be a mutual street. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Uh, I think the overall challenge of getting to level 50, I think it's cool. I think, I think maybe some people might get frustrated that they can't do it very quickly. Um, but obviously, it's not designed to do quickly. And also, it doesn't matter. 
I'm sure there's gonna be like it's <laughs> it's like it's like that one person you meet at the like at the grocery store. You're like waiting in line. They're like wearing like a tank top, and they're like kind of like looking at their muscles until you look over to them, and then they're like, "Hey, man, just to let you know, <laughs> I do CrossFit." And you're like, yeah, I don't need to know that. But that's like literally every Pokemon Go player in Go. They're like, oh, are you playing Pokemon Go? And you're like, yeah. And they're like, I'm level 40. And you're like, geez, I didn't, I didn't even ask. Like, why are you telling me? Like, I don't care. Like, that's, it's like the, the, they're the same person, is what I'm saying. Like, none of I this actually matters. It. But you better believe, as soon as I get 50, I'm letting you guys know every single podcast. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I text with you on a continual basis. You're the worst. I'm excited though. I think the challenge thing is is fun. Yeah, I think I agree. I think that people have been wanting this since the beginning, or right, or since like people hit level forty, and for you know because we're human, everybody needs like what they consider like an end goal for a game, right? They can't just like be okay with what it is, and so this is a nice. This is another nice uh, goal for people to hit. Um, that it, again doesn't mean anything, but it's a nice something to uh, progress. Did we miss anything? Is that is that everything? Like saw candy, the name's dumb. Cap. What? Go beyond is dumb. Oh, the, <laughs> the name. <laughs> yep. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You know there's the gonna... twelve days of friendship event. Yeah, that's going on now. That's not. Yeah, but that's not really any. Yeah. Yep. I was gonna say it's not. Sorry, I skipped this from the Kalos stuff. It's not that exciting to me for the Kalos stuff because, like, Chespin, Fennekin, Froki, Bunnelby, Fletchling, Litleo are going to appear in the wild. If you're in France, you get mm -hmm. Klefki. But Bunnelby is the garbage rat Pokemon we just spent 20 minutes talking about. It, mm -hmm. it, it is the new Rattata. It is the new Patrat. So you'll be able to find, what do you, what do you think, 50 candy to evolve it? So what is that? Like you get six. So you need like ten of them. You can well, yeah. You you can find ten yeah. of them probably within four minutes. And now cool. You 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 did it. You now have Bundle B and you now have Diggers B in like ten minutes. Diggers B yo. Then that leaves like Fletchling and Litleo, which might be like slightly harder. Although Fletchling's like the garbage Pidgey. Although Fletchling's like significantly better than Pidgey in like every yeah way. In pretty much every way. Fletchling will be like the one twenty five candy to get the Talonflame. Yeah, but yeah, because yeah, you need twenty five and then you need what a hundred. Yeah, but like that wasn't hard with P Dove and Unpheasant. Like they were everywhere. Mm. Um, and then Litleo is whatever. So that just leaves like Froki, Fennekin, and Chespin. And I've it, this is like the new, not new. It's just like the thing that in Pokemon Go where you go, why would I bother hunting for these? Because they're going to be the hardest ones out of the six Pokemon to find. Even if I found like five in a day and I get to break breaks in Braxen, I'm going to have to spend so much time and effort to get to Delphox, but also I get punished for evolving to Delphox because I didn't wait for community day. And also why oh, right. why would I spend the time looking for these? I guess to maybe like brag that I have them. Or maybe maybe one of them or two of them are really good for PvP and I need that for PvP. Why don't I just wait for community day where they have the best move and I don't have to do any work and they just come to me in my house with an incense? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, this goes, this comes back to, I mean, right, because we're already caught up, right? We're already caught up to Kalo. So, I mean, the, uh, one thing they could do is just the community day never involves the starters for Gen 6. Like they just cut that off and they don't do, or they do it way later 
Um, but I mean, it goes back to just like, you know, if you like collecting Pokemon, then you might hunt them and want to collect them. I mean, I'm, not, I'm you can wait too, but uh, I mean, I do miss the days of, I guess this was like Gen 2 when like they just dropped all of them, yeah. right? Like that was amazing. That was so cool to just, I mean, they had the babies and the eggs, but to walk out one day and it was just all of these Pokemon. There were so many new Pokemon. I mean, I know there was only a hundred total in Gen 2, but uh, that was amazing. And I feel like they never really got back to that because they need to, they want to like dribble them out, you know, like, yeah, they want to do the, the drip feed, but yeah, I guess my point is that I just really miss like the, just dropping an entire generation. And, you know, if they could come up with like a different way to keep people, they have so many ways to keep people interested in the game at this point, right? They have raids and they have PVP and they have like trading, they're opening up long distance trading and, it almost seems like with so many different things to do, like you could really drop more than just seven and not have to worry about people being really bored in a couple months, you know, like come time for like a Lola in a year. Like it'd be great if they just dropped the whole generation for gen seven at once, because there are so many other things to keep people interested that even if I do get them all in the first couple months, they're out. There's still a lot you can do and not feel like, Oh, I'm bored because there's not a new Pokemon to catch. I don't think I've evolved Oshawott, Tepig, or Snivy yet because, like, I have really good ones. Like, I have a hundred IV Tepig, mm. and I just like Niantic has just taught me that I get punished for not waiting for the specific day to evolve it. Yeah, because we can't TM them during the community day. It's like exactly. I there are some Pokemon who. I mean, even more rare Pokemon. Like, I have a hundred percent IV Gibble, and I'm just like, well, like I feel like there will be eventually be, a, even though it's already shining, <laughs> there will be a Gibble community day. So I'm just not gonna evolve it until then, right? But, like I remember at the second ever Go Fest, there was uh, a hundred IV Mudkip, and there was like some guy who Mudkip hundred IV here hundred IV Mudkip. And like all these people came running over and I caught it. And I was like, oh, cool. 100 IV Mudkip. Sweet. And then, you know, I evolved it to Marsh Tom, uh, Swampert. And then the community day happened and I don't have Hydro Cannon on it. I mean, but is Hydro Cannon really that worth it? Like, yeah, what are you using like, that move like for? Swampert is like super good in PvP because of Hydro Cannon. But are you PvPing? Uh, no, because I don't have Hydro Cannon. <laughs> I don't think that's I, the thing that's holding you back. It is. I mean, I just literally, I just literally used an elite TM on a Swampert to turn it to Hydro Cannon to trade to somebody for a lucky trade because they wanted it so bad with Hydro Cannon. Now that's why is money spent. I didn't spend the. I mean, the elite TM came from whatever one of the. I didn't spend money on an elite TM. <laughs> Come on, I'm not that much of a sucker. Remote raids. Mm. Incubators. <laughs> yeah, course. they haven't got me there. <laughs> They've got course. me here. But <laughs> um it's fine. It's whatever. Uh and then I think they're rolling out. Did they mention this in the press release? I know we know this because it's already live in Australia, but there's platinum medals now. So instead of gold medals, um you can now earn platinum medals. Like I think, for example, one of the platinum medals, and again, I don't think it's final because it's not rolled out, but Technically, in testing in Australia, I think one of them is uh, the Pikachu. So Pikachu is like 
catch three Pikachu for bronze, catch 50 Pikachu for um, silver, catch 300 Pikachu for gold, and then I think it's catch 1,000 Pikachu for platinum. Yeesh. They mentioned the platinum medals because you have to, it says you have to get a certain number of platinum medals before getting to 43. Yeah. I think it's like six. Article. But that's, there was just that one mention of it. And then before they dropped the test in Australia, people were like, wait a second, what's a platinum medal? Like, like, oh, okay. Wow. A thousand Pikachu, huh? Is what the. Yeah. I'm up to 800. Yeah. What am I at for Pikachu? I am at. Oh, I'm at 1,482. All right. Well, Bobby's not allowed on the show anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you see this? You have to go, you have to click your face, and then you have to just uh, scroll down uh, under your gym badges to the medals, and then tap the Pikachu one. Got a Pikachu in the middle. Pikachu fan? Yep. Yep. I have 205 Pikachus. Well, you're uh, not that platinum one yet, I guess. Nope, nor do I care. <laughs> you don't know what you're missing at level 40. I do Greg. know what I'm missing. It is absolutely nothing. You have, real you have attempted starts. to show me your great skills, and I'm like, and? And you have no follow-up. Wait, like, look wait at this great I get to level 50, that I and you're in tears that you can't experience the amazing gameplay. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be having <laughs> so much fun at 50, and you're gonna be like, man, <laughs> I wish I could have this much fun in life. Please tell me when that happened when you were level 40 for three years. Please, yeah. please point to the time and date and photographic evidence of me being upset at you being 40 in the last. Three years. Look, I haven't. Well, we're not allowed gone to, to like... Walgreens to develop the pictures yet, but there are there are <laughs> countless pictures of smiles on my face for being level forty. But yeah, that doesn't that you faking smiles for a camera <laughs> isn't the question. It's it's you showing me in tears because I'm not experiencing this glorious world that you pretend exists. We're not allowed to. Uh, let people actually know how glorious it is. Right. You signed an NDA. When you hit level 40, you sign an NDA with the Pokemon company, Correct. and uh, you're not allowed to let people under level 40. Look, this is the know. internet. I know where Reddit is. I know who breaks NDA. <laughs> I have done the research. It doesn't exist. <laughs> Greg, give us our question of the week. Question of the week. Let's hear that. Question of the week. I know you aren't. <laughs> Because you're focusing on what what your world's going to be like at level 50, and it's nothing. <laughs> this is from Franco for in our Slack community. For for somebody who's uh, new to Pokemon and wants to experience every region, what is the correct combination of games to play in what order? Let's go. Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver, Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire, uh, the remakes of Sinnoh next year. <laughs> Uh, black and white, black and white two, XY, Sun and Moon, Sword and Shield. Gosh, okay, well, you're wrong. No one should ever play Sun and Moon. <laughs> what? Play Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Alt- Sun and Moon has the better story. <sighs> Sun and Moon has the longer story. It's the better story. Yeah, it's 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 definitely better. That's like saying like. You know, you want to you want to read. It's like saying the real game starts at forty. No, no, yes, it's like it is. saying like you want to read like <laughs> Doctor Seuss's Green Eggs and Ham, or do you want to read Doctor Seuss's like Go Dunk Go? Like, like sure, both one, are one, classics. One one is like slightly better than the other, but I don't think like it's because you don't like story because you're a game gobbler. No, I do right, like story. Well, I, you I don't. Think that- I mean, you never like, read it. I've seen you skip like a million times. What are you talking you, you about? Have, you have had to ask me 
on multiple occasions, on multiple games, what happened okay. in the story. Final Fantasy is the worst at telling a story <laughs> because they like they'll do they'll do like they'll do like three lines of voice acting and they'll read it as slow as possible. And then by the time like the story starts to get good, then then they like cut the voice acting and then you have to read it yourself. They give you reading at the bottom. You can click and skip over the voice acting. You don't have to wait. You can just read. But again, you are opposed to reading story. I have read every line of dialogue on my stream recorded for every Pokemon game. Yeah, because you have to now. I don't have to. (laughs) But look, there's only so much I can be called Big D before I'm like, come on, dude. Well, don't pick Big D. Well, it was either that or Little P. I mean, Little P is more accurate. Wait, why Big D? Look, you play X and Y? <laughs> no, what's the D, though, for? D for... Oh, Bobby. Well, I don't think we're allowed to answer that question on this <laughs> podcast, unfortunately. <laughs> Jesus. As it turns out, D is for dog, Bobby. Jeez, get your mind yeah. out of the gutter. Big, big dog. Big dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the question? Oh. This is a hard question to answer because, like, you have to buy hardware and games to go through (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. you do. Uh, If you have a Switch, I think getting both Let's Go and Sword and Shield is good. Yeah. Uh, If you have a 3DS, I think X and Y, Omega Ruby, and Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon are the way to go. I don't think you go older than that, though, honestly. Like, if you're really hardcore, I guess you go back to black and white is what I would suggest. Yeah, I mean, but it does say every region. He said every region, though, yeah. So you have to go back, because they haven't been remade. I think that you have to go through the struggle that we went through. No, I don't. No, that's how you turn off virtual console red, The virtual console games are so bad. When you play them again, you're like, this is is torture. (laughs) This is actual torture. But it this makes you appreciate the so newer slow. games so much more. No, it doesn't. It makes you hate them. <laughs> because you can, you've experienced how good life can be. And then you're like, you know what? I love having shoes and comfortable padding. But instead, I'm going to walk on nails. <laughs> so I could I go back to shoes. My shoes way more. <laughs> but I'm just going to walk on nails for, for 20 hours. <laughs> 20 hours. So that I appreciate my shoes more? And everybody's like, you know, you don't have to walk on nails. There's literally an older pair of shoes. They remade that path with better shoes. Like, nah. Nails only. If Hey, I'm just saying, if you don't have a Switch and you want to play Kanto, you could either try to find Leaf Green or Fire Red for whatever. Ugh. Can you even play that on 3DS? No. You can't even play that on 3DS, right? We can no. play it on the so- old ones. Um. So you got to go virtual console. Yeah, you I don't mean, have to. Y- don't yeah. do it. It's bad. Okay, if, <laughs> it's a bad in idea. an ideal situation, if somebody had access to games and consoles, and I guess never somebody who is new to Pokemon wants to experience every region. It, that's like, I and mean, has all those consoles and games, but never experienced it. We are like making a are, bet on like where, like what is going to be entertaining enough for them to go through. I would, this is what I would say. I would say you start with Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Then you go Greatest to. Greatest games. Then you go yes. to X and Y. Because I think X and Y is a step up in, in like oh, discoverability uh, it, it, and like variety. 
It is a step down in gameplay. <laughs> what? <laughs> X and Y is so much worse than Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. In what? In like what? In every way. I don't think so. Wow. I don't think... I don't know if I agree with that. Because because uh, not every way. Because like literally fi- and figuratively, I don't know, whatever, to use both words, please. Uh, <laughs> Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire has HMs. And while... X and Y does have a Omega Ruby Sapphire lets you fly on a Latias around the world on a jet Pokemon and has every legendary and all the Megas, including new ones. And it's a great story. X and Y is weirdly paced and hasn't... Eh? Things happen. Oh, they they both have flaws. But I think the, the, I mean, the thing I think that... We're also- they all have flaws. The the thing that X and Y has going for it is it begins the removing of HMs, which which for yes. whatever reason, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire went eight hundred steps back on, and they're just like, hey, it, it, look, to the point where they're like, Rock Rock Smash isn't even an HM, and they require you to have it to get <laughs> through one route over and over again, even after you Rock Smashed it. It's so frustrating. And there's no character customization because they went back on that because they're like, hey, this kid called Brendan with a dumb hat. You got to be him and you're not allowed to that change hat his hat. That hat is amazing. And he has an incredible story. Like X and Y <laughs> is so good at making the character feel like you and giving you a huge variety of Pokemon to catch early on, which I think is a huge, huge, huge plus for anyone getting into Pokemon. Whereas, like, if, even though I think Let's Go is a good game, what is your what is your Route One experience? Rattata and Pidgey, cool. Yeah, but you are new to this. You have to learn the basics. You That's are why new. I'm you don't saying be overwhelmed. You learn with, with the garbage basics of Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, which is limited <laughs> Pokemon on the the beginning routes, no character customization, and suffer through HMs because this is the last game where you'll actually have to suffer through HMs before you get to X and Y where they hugely scale back on HMs. They give you a huge variety of Pokemon. You can be yourself as a trainer. Then you move to Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, get to experience all that again. Then you move to Sword and Shield. And then if you were to make it through those four games, then I would say your heart that, that, that you're clearly desperate and dying for more pokemon content then i would say you go to black and white that would be my order okay so and just in never your see order, gen 4 yeah just, where are you putting almia and ore because <laughs> those are still two regions and the question does say every region <laughs> oh my god i so have where the are you answer playing, where are you getting ore and which one are you doing for uh almia you find ore, the only answer is gales of darkness you find a trash can and or a Grimer, and then you throw those <laughs> games into that. No, because those are good games. Which of the Ranger games? Ranger, Pokemon Ranger Shadows Valmia is a good game. Uh, I never played it, but I'll take your word for it. Also, then we would have to also do the region of 4A, which is the first Ranger game. So you have to play both Rangers. You have to play Gales of Darkness and all the main games to experience every region that Pokemon has to offer. Okay, so... And if you really want to jump into one more, you hit up Tumble Cube Island and play Pokemon Quest, because it's oh. wonderful. Yeah. Discard everything, region? just play Quest. <laughs> Is Tumble Cube Island a region? I don't know. I guess it could technically probably be somewhere in Kanto that was just never discovered. I mean, Meltans in Kanto was never discovered. Uh, true. 
<laughs> that garbage Pokemon. I mean, because there's no question of the week, I'll bless you guys with an email sent in. This is from Taylor. Pokemon of the week because Will's out. Because we just did question. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, no Pokemon of the week because Will's out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Uh, this is from Taylor from West Des Moines, Iowa. Listening to this week's podcast made me appreciate Steve's perspective on the new transporter and Pogo in general. I understand people are frustrated. But in times like these, when everyone's frustrated about everything, it's nice to hear that it isn't a burn-it-all-down take. I also agree with games and apps making you turn your phone sideways. It's the worst. Thanks for what you guys do. It's always a bright spot of my week. Thank you, Taylor. I would like to replace Greg <laughs> and Bobby on the show with um, you. So hey, we have Bobby. a perfect echo chamber of... Uh, how, how, much you, how much you want to bet he wrote that himself? Yeah. <laughs> Look, if I wrote it myself, I wouldn't say I'm from Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> yeah, you would, because literally your knowledge of geography is the Midwest. Mm. I mean, I'm surprised it wasn't in Wisconsin. No, I would have wrote... Uh... Even like Racine, Wisconsin. <laughs> no, Hi, this is no Tyler from Racine. Racine. <laughs> this is Tyler from Appleton, Wisconsin. Yeah, no, yeah, no this is Taylor, Taylor Surumi from Appleton, Wisconsin. <laughs> Uh, that's our show for uh, for the week. Um, socials, uh, all PKMN cast uh, on YouTube. We're trying to get to 10,000 before the end of the year. So I think we're at like 7,500 7, on YouTube. YouTube.com slash PKMN cast. Same as Instagram. Same as TikTok. Same as Twitch. Twitch.tv slash PKMN cast. I will be streaming on Thanksgiving. I know that uh, a lot of people won't be traveling or might not be able to see family or friends on Thanksgiving and spending uh, holidays alone sucks. So if you need something to do to get your mind off things, to talk to other human beings, uh, I will be live twitch.tv slash PKMNcast on Thanksgiving. Uh, pre pretty much be live for like 10 hours or so. So from like noon to midnight, that's 12 hours, but... I'm going to bet that I'm going to start a little late, <laughs> I'm assuming. Yeah, I bet you are. i uh, probably start at Sleeping close. I, I say 12, but I'm probably going to start at 1. Hey, what time did you start your community day stream? Because uh, I think you said 11 a.m. Uh, I started at noon. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I woke up at 11. But then I was like, I have to eat and set up. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'll be streaming on Thanksgiving. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, PKMNCast. Greg is at White Wing on Twitter. Uh, Bobby, what do, you, what, what do you want? You want Twitter? You want Instagram? Uh, Twitter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, need to get my, I need to get the names the same. It's really annoying for even me. Twitter, PKMN, Snaps. Uh, Instagram, PKMN.Snaps. Yeah, you, you need a, you need a universe. Just you do a whole a, brand change. Yeah. <laughs> you need to fix all, you need to fix that bobby branding is I'm everything sorry. i'm sorry i mean you're willing to pay five million dollars to pokemon go hire a consultant <laughs> <laughs> i'll work on it all right we will uh we will see you guys next week uh thank you for listening this has been another episode of the pokemon podcast and we are super effective super seasons are coming and they won't do what steve says
Oh, that's so true. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is supported by our Patreon supporters. People that give us money. Uh, Our producers of the show are Kevin, Casey, Patrick, Jetsy, Matthew, Kay, Catherine, Steph, Brian, and Courtney. And our executive producers are Spencer and Anthony. Thank you, everyone who listens to the podcast. And thank you, everyone who takes the extra mile to support us over on Patreon. We did, as of this month, update our Patreon address. So so it is now patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t same as the twitter the twitch the youtube the instagram everything is all universal now it is the same so if you're listening to an older episode where we say that it's wrong now um and the and of course the isc.cash up and working redirecting to that new domain thank you again if you want to support the show you can head over to isc.cash or patreon.com slash pkmncast pkmncast And uh, I appreciate you guys listening, appreciate the support, and we will see you next week.